0: We absolutely love partnering with Sharpiers Bakery. Erin Moso has been selling bread, fresh baked bread to locally owned and operated restaurants six days a week for 36 years. Yes, her father started the company 36 years ago, and Aaron took it over uh, five years ago, and it is doing amazing things. I have so many guests that come in the studio that are like, I love Sharpiers. They save me so much time, and the bread is so good. So we, uh, we've got round buns, specialty round buns, dinner rolls, hoagies, baguettes. They do cheesecake. They do flourless chocolate torts. They do specialty loaf breads and regular loaf breads and bullies, sourdough, long tuscan, wheat, multigrain. They got everything. You should go check them out at Sharpies.com. That is Sharpies, C-H-A-R-P-I-E-R-S.com or you should give them a call at 615 356 0872. Supporting local is so damn important. And Aaron Mosso and all of our friends over at Sharpie's Bakery do that daily. Give her a call right now. We are joined with Jason Ellis from Super Source Nashville. They have been a sponsor for this podcast for almost three years. We are so honored to work with them. This is a great company and a great man. Jason, what can people expect if they give you a call? First off, they just got to give us a call. Um, We'll come out, do a complete audit of their
1: facility, see in which ways we could help them approve, if any, um, and see what we can do as far as helping them save some money. So the first thing they got to do is just give us a call, 770-337-1143, or they can email me directly at jellis.com at supersourceinc.com. We'll come out, take a look at your operations, see in which ways we can help.
0: That's amazing. So if you're out there right now listening to this, call Jason Ellis or email him today. Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio, the tastiest hour of talk in Music City. Now here's your host, Brandon Still. Hello, Music City, and welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio. My name is Brandon Still, and we are powered by Gordon Food Service. Super excited to have you here for our special Valentine's Day edition of The Roundup. Today, uh, we are joined with Sean Porter a.k.a. Big Daddy from Daddy's Dogs. Caroline was not feeling well, and she didn't want to infect everybody, uh, and we appreciate that. So we got Sean to come in, and he is co-hosting today, and we just we just kind of catch up. We just kind of shoot the shit and have a good time. And uh, we tell you about what's happening out there on Valentine's Day. We talk about the origin of Valentine's Day. We talk about all kinds of stuff. We are joined briefly by Andy from Bad Luck Burger Club. He called in to... Uh, to say his few words. And uh, at the end of the day, Sean signed the door. And if you go to our Instagram page and our post about this, you can see Sean signing the door. And our special door here signed by all the guests that come in. It's a lot of fun. I want to do with two quick announcements. One is uh, we're very excited. We talk about this in the show that Alex Ballou, the former owner of uh, Dallas and Jane, One Hell's Kitchen, our Nashville guy, Murfreesboro guy, wins Hell's Kitchen. We're very excited for him. We had him on the show on April the 8th, 2020, less than a month in the pandemic. On the show, you see, he says uh, he lost his restaurant due to the pandemic. And in this episode, we talk about what he was going through at the start of the pandemic. So it's a real interesting episode. If you want to go back and listen, April 8th, Alex Ballou, chef owner, the former Dallas and Jane, and now Hell's Kitchen winner. Uh, I've talked to Alex and hopefully we'll get him on the show here real soon. And he can kind of tell about his experience. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. Also, want to give you guys a heads up. We talk about things to do on Valentine's Day, but after Valentine's Day, we I know we all work on Valentine's Day and it is a busy, busy, busy week. But Thursday night, there's a very special event happening and it's a benefit for the Giving Kitchen. I will be there. I bought tickets like a month ago, the day they announced. I was so excited. There's a chef takeover at Star Rover sound which is ford fry's new place and it is with gracie nguyen who is the chef and owner of her and chad newton own uh east side bon Me and east side Phu. and this is a gracie nguyen and ford fry chef takeover february 16th doors open at 6 30 it's three courses there's cocktail pairings there's live music from stevie redstone uh it's 150 a ticket but all proceeds are going to the Giving Kitchen. You guys have heard us have Jen hiding your Kendrick on the show. She is amazing. Her story is amazing. Uh, the Giving Kitchen helps people in this industry who need help, who've had accidents, who are going through cancer scares, whatever it might be. They will help those people in their time of need. So this is a very, very good event. I talked to Chad that there's a couple tickets available You should grab tickets. I'd love to meet you. If you buy tickets and you're there, please come by and say hi to me. I'll be there with my wife celebrating Valentine's Day. So, But I would still love to meet you if you are there. Uh, So yeah, so go to StarRoverSound.com and you can see the events. There's a chef takeover. Buy your tickets now before they are gone. This is a great way to treat yourself since we're all working on Valentine's Day. All right, let's jump into this episode right now. Uh, This is the Roundup, Valentine's Day edition with Sean Big Daddy Porter. Welcome to the Valentine's Day edition of the Roundup. Uh, I am joined here in studio with my good friend Sean Porter. You may know Sean as Daddy from Daddy's Dogs. Here I am. Dang Welcome, sir. Fair. Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio's The Roundup.
1: Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank
0: you. I'm trying to get us going live as well on ours. There it is. Sweet. If you are out there listening right now, if you're watching, we would love... So this is our Valentine's Day episode. We are live on Facebook and on YouTube. We would love to hear what you have going on. So if you like... Um, If you have something in your restaurant that is a Valentine's Day special, anything cool that's going on, if you have a funny story about Valentine's Day, something that happened to you on Valentine's Day or something that happened at your restaurant on Valentine's Day, we would love to have you uh, talk about it.
1: um, Oh, man. On the show.
0: Anybody out there?
1: It's Valentine's Day is the best for us. It's so funny nowadays. Um, you know, winning Most Romantic Dinner two years in a row.
0: Now, but, is it Most Romantic Dinner or Most Romantic Restaurant? It's Most Romantic Dinner. Okay, so it's the Most Romantic Dinner. Yeah. And you were in reference to Daddy's Date Night. I think so, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, they pitch it so it's like seems like it's restaurant, but we've just kind of gone with dinner because we know we're not, you know, we can't be a super romantic
0: 24-7, 365. But for a... For a week out of the year, we can. I mean, how many people's first date, their first meal together, was at one o'clock in the morning on Broadway, and they had a daddy's dog? Quite a few. We're now we're getting to the point. You
1: know, we've been around long enough where the dates have turned into engagements, and then the engagements have turned into like, hey, I want you at the wedding. Like, let's we're gonna have you be the late night food. We, you know, after the bar, after whiskey jam, we came by the cart. And so it's kind of like a whole full circle romance thing. We do a lot of weddings. Um, And I'll, you know, I'd probably say 20% of them, there's some sort of story that's like, we'd always go by your spot after we met.
0: That's amazing.
1: It's awesome. It's crazy. I would never have like really pictured that for us, you know, when we started. It wasn't even a thought. How many
0: years have you been doing hot dogs in Nashville? uh, Six and a half now. Six and a half years. Yeah, so you're going that full circle thing. I was yep. telling somebody on an airplane the other day I went to uh, went snowboarding last week. Nice. And um, somebody was talking about hockey and it goes, "Nashville Nashville seems like that there's hockey." And I go, "Nashville's amazing because we've had hockey now for 25 years." Yeah. So kids crazy. have grown up their entire life as Nashville Predators fans. Mm-hmm. And now we have like this base of like kids that grew up with hockey in their city. And they have been playing hockey their entire lives, and now we keep adding rinks because hockey's become part of our culture. And that's, I think that there's a similarity there with the hot dog. Like people are eating hot dogs late at night, and they're associating that with their love and what goes on. And now they're doing weddings. Like it's, it's yeah, you stick in long circle. enough, it comes full circle. It's crazy. It's it's a lot
1: of fun, you know. And uh, I always say, like when I started this thing, I it's gone, and so so f- much further than i thought it would um from just a little cart but uh yeah it's 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 lovely to be a part of and it's always fun to like you know see oh this is the dogs we're going to do and they make like a dog together and we do a whole thing for weddings that we send out with it and so
0: it's a lot of you know it's just we have fun with it you know i i really feel like what you do is is awesome but you do hot dogs yeah. right so it's not this super, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, in the chef world, it's not like a super chefy thing. I mean, you guys do a lot of really cool stuff with your hot dogs. Yeah. You, you dress them up really well. I think your branding and your marketing and your culture is so unique that it's almost impossible to fail. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, but how much work do you put in? I mean, you have this whole persona. I mean, everywhere yeah. you go, you do yeah. like Dolly Parton. You don't get to <laughs> like Dolly. Uh, Stephen, uh, the guy who owns our restaurants, he he says, you know, Dolly Parton's always Dolly Parton. Yep. Everywhere she goes, she's not ever to sneak into a movie anywhere. She's Dolly Parton everywhere exactly. she goes. <clears throat> You're Sean Big Daddy Porter everywhere you go. Yeah. Everywhere in Nashville.
1: In Nashville. Um. And hopefully soon everywhere else. But um. No, I. You know, it's a double edged sword. But I'd rather ride that edge than the other one. You know, it's. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, I had a big group of guys just come down like 15 of my best friends just like flew down, surprised me. I had no idea. They've been working out for like four months no and kidding. they presented me with this trophy man of the year. It's like this, you know, it's two feet tall. It's got a, it's gold and all this kind of stuff. And That's badass. Everyone was wearing these yellow suits. We're like, we're going to Broadway.
0: I think I remember seeing that on your social media. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. It was
1: the craziest thing. It was so much fun. And uh, we just tore it up. Like just, you know, 15 dudes. We came in hot and uh afterwards you know everyone's like oh it's daddy blood afterwards i felt like i went back and gave gift cards to all the bartenders was like sorry guys sorry (laughs) sorry (laughs) you know and uh it it, you know it's a lot of fun and
0: you know it has its sparks too which is nice so nashville i don't go downtown i don't i don't drink so going down to broadway is it just doesn't do anything for yeah. me. and Plus, I live here, and I've done it a thousand times. Totally. As somebody who lives here, has probably been... You're down there all the time because you work, and you've got carts and all these different things. Mm-hmm. How was the experience for you to go down to Broadway and just kind of let loose and party? Was it like... Were you able to get into that whole vibe in the moment and just do it? Oh, yeah, for
1: sure. And, you know, that group of guys especially, like, they bring it out of you. Even, you know, we... <clears throat> So, uh, Dirk's Bentley's bar gave us a whole vi- yeah whiskey row. They gave us a whole VIP lounge. They brought in like a girl that had like a sparklers and a sign that just said "Yes, Daddy." And like <laughs> you know, they're like. Uh, we're doing bottle service and shots and all this kind of stuff and I don't drink a ton anymore. So like, you know, we're going for it. And then we went straight from there to 1230 club and like we're standing outside of 1230 club and the band's going and they're killing it. And everyone's just like sitting in their seats, like having like cordial conversations across the table, you know, the band's background, we just come in 15 deep Right up to the stage, and everyone just looks like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> and uh, you know, the band is like, "Oh yeah!" And then like everybody just gets up, I and mean, we just flipped it, and you know, flipped the whole vibe of that place. Basically, stayed like three songs, and then rolled out to the next place. And and they're like, "No, don't leave!" Yeah, no, I mean, even after we were leaving, like everyone was still up and going. You know, then we kind of that's what that was our mo. We went to almost every bar down there. That would let us in. Tootsie's wouldn't let us in with my trophy. They're like, "You can't come in with the trophy." And I was like, "Well, there's fifteen of us, bro. Oh, fuck you, yeah. I guess you don't like money.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, but, he uh, he doesn't. He doesn't care.
1: <laughs> well, his other bars let us in, which is the funny part. It was just Tootsie's. That's odd. I know. Whatever. But
0: yeah, what do you do? But that, that's I've, I've. You see what happens downtown, and I. Have zero issues with what goes on on Broadway. I think it's awesome what happens on Broadway yep. because people just, you know, I think there's some people that complain about Broadway, but I'm like, oh yeah, they never go. But I'm like, oh, guess, well, I'm not going down there. That's a bunch of. But like, if you ever go to like after a press game, if you just go walk down like the middle of Broadway because they block it off yeah, on the weekends, it's but like, the best people are having more fun. Like it's it's like Vegas. I mean, people. I mean, really, there's just yeah. people having a blast everywhere it's Vegas. so
1: cool it's like it's like Vegas but it it's way less sloppy like I go to Vegas every year and there's it's so Vegas is so much sloppier than Nashville
0: I just I was in Reno this oh. past weekend okay and um I, I'm in Tahoe too I mean yeah. I was, like the casinos there and just the whole thing and it's just like it's just—I it, guess it was because it was there was a ton of snow on the ground. It was just like this black, dirty snow. Yeah. And, but like everything smelled like smoke, mm-hmm. and it was just it's like a different world. It was just kind of gross, honestly. Yeah. I mean, in some of those type places, but Nashville does a good job of keeping it clean and yeah. you know, doing. The I don't, Everyone like that's one of the people things that people always bitch
1: about for down there. But I'm always like, go to any other big city, and like you see way way sketchier shit and you see you know go to walk down Seattle at three in the morning through like Pioneer Square and they're like party district and you're gonna you're like what the hell's going
0: on here you know i wait till we legalize weed it'll be a lot better yeah hey uh if you're out there watching right now if you're watching live we'd love to hear your Valentine's Day story you can join the show there's a link in the comments right now you just click on that link if you've got a phone or somewhere that's quiet we would love to have you uh <laughs> We, uh, oh, what did he say? one of your burger boys just jumped in, uh, here, I'll put it up on the screen. I don't know who, who it is from the bad luck burger club. Oh, it's that. He says, Oh, Andy. I'm daddy. And I'm from Seattle. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm going to get you burger boys. He's talking shit to you oh, on they the show. Oh, I love those guys. He was just, you know, it's funny because he was just talking about the door in our studio. Yeah. We have a door in the studio ask everybody to sign, and bad luck, bad luck Burger Club signed a whole section of the door. A whole section. It won't be just Bad Luck there anymore. My favorite thing is, in our interview with Bad Luck Burger Club, I asked him, I said, what is the best burger in town? And he said, well, ours is the best burger in town. And then we, he said the green chili burger over at Redhead Stranger is very good. Mm-hmm. And we ended up actually going after the interview. We all went to Redhead Stranger and ordered just like one of everything on the menu and tried it all. And it was like the best time ever. Heck yeah. So Brian Lee Weaver heard this and he was on, I brought him on the show, you know, two weeks later or whatever. And if you look right above the Bad Luck Burger Club, right to the right there, what does it say? I can't read it. It says best burger in Nashville at Redhead Stranger, (laughs) (laughs) Brian Lee Weaver. So he wrote right next to the, that he has the best burger. He's got a great burger, for oh, sure. Oh, man. It is so legit. Is I don't think one. they would argue that much. Would you guys argue? Do you guys want to come on and 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 do this? All you have to do is click the link. You can join the show. We'd love to hear your opinion. We're talking Valentine's Day today. We're talking all kinds of stuff today. Yeah, We're just, This is the roundup, so we don't have an agenda. This is just a... We're just chatting. Let's just chat. People sh- get to listen in on our conversation. Shooting the schnoz. So since it is the Valentine's Day episode of the yeah. roundup... uh <laughs> okay. Uh he says I thought a la- <laughs> He was at luck He was at Redheaded Stranger yesterday. A lady thought I was Sean yesterday while I was at Redheaded Stranger. Of course. She- so now he's taking up for you. Yeah. Andy who is this? He's going around town impersonating me.
1: He's a little impersonator that oh, me Oh, oh.
0: Oh, there he is. Can we hear you yet? I can't. Hear I him. cannot hear you. I, I I can kind of hear you. He says, "Can you hear me?" It's coming through. On. Hold on. The real daddy Andy. has joined. The, the show. Real I love his name. All right. Let me hold on one second. I'm going to get you on the sound. I don't think my speakers are on the right thing. Hold on. Everybody who's listening, this is like what the hell? No, it's it's on. We're there. Andy. Look at the beard. Look at we are, the, we are being inundated by beards. How come I can't hear you, Andy? We're going to come back with Andy from Bad Luck Burger Club right after this word from our sponsors. What Chefs Want has been serving locally owned and operated restaurants for almost 20 years. They've been in town almost 20 years. Can you believe that? It's almost like, what would I do without... What chefs want. Some people still know them as creation gardens. They're really amazing. So they changed their name to what chefs want because that's what they are. And so many people in the other industries, like, how do you guys do it? Let me tell you what they do. They truly want to be what chefs want. They do that by no minimums. What do chefs not want to do? They want to have to buy an entire case of something if they don't need it. They want daily delivery, they want Sunday deliveries. And guess what? What chefs want? Check, done. 24-7 customer support. Call, text, chat, email, anytime, from anywhere. They take a team approach to serving you. You can call them right now at 502-587-9012. The other great thing about them is they have such a diverse line of products. Their chefs have access to thousands of lines of items across many different categories that allow them to receive fresh product daily. This type of flexibility allows chefs with the ability to offer and test new items on their menu with ease. That is the definition of being what chefs want for locally owned and operated restaurants. The logistics are second to none. They do just such an amazing, amazing line. Full line of dairy, produce. They have fresh meat, fresh seafood, uh, broadline line backup to go packaging, specialty gourmet. I mean, they just do it all. Fresh cut meat, they're really, really amazing. So if you want... To get involved, if you're not using what chefs want, then check them out at whatchefswant.com and sign up today.
2: Let's
0: try this. Oh, there he is. There he is.
2: Oh, we're partying, dude.
0: What's happening, brother?
2: I don't know. I just uh, about lost it a second ago with all that. Uh, Could y'all hear all the crazy delays going on there? No. Like, like when y'all were talking and when I was talking, it sounded like I was coming out of your speakers and y'all were coming out of your speakers and then your microphone was uh, picking it up and coming back to me. Yeah. I don't know, it's a crazy routing issue, but um, I, I I don't have anything to talk about. Valentine's day. I was just coming on here to try to give Sean a hard time. <laughs> because you know, that is my life goal. Yeah.
0: So tell us the story. You were a redheaded stranger and somebody thought you were Sean.
2: Yeah, dude. Um, we were, you know, we, long story short, is we were talking to a real estate guy about a piece of property over there. And, uh, this lady walked up and was like, uh, did you, did daddy's dogs buy this place? Because I wanted to buy this place. I wanted to put a restaurant here. And I was like, I no, daddy's dogs didn't buy the place. I'm not daddy. And you can talk to that guy about, uh, Find this place if you want. <laughs> he seems really aggressive about it. <laughs> I was like, yo, if you want this, it's yours. <laughs>
0: was he another hot dog guy?
2: Uh, no, nah, it was some lady. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> just some lady, yeah, uh, lady. Isn't it amazing how people like to just tell you stuff like that? Yeah. I was going, like, well, then why didn't you? Yeah. I always say
1: you got to have more of a Nike attitude. Like, just do it.
0: <laughs> just do
1: it, dude. Just do it. Just do it.
2: What are, What are you boys doing? What are y'all talking about? You know, as you know, I assume we're talking about the Daddy's Dog's Valentine's Day party. And as a patron, I will just let all the listeners know that I have been once before. And even though that Sean is my mortal enemy, and I will take him down one day, I do have to say that it was a very great and pleasant experience. I got a gift bag full of a lot of cool stuff. Sh- stuff um there was a condom in there and um you know uh polaroid picture old daddy made an appearance in the picture himself uh with all kinds of some lab can and stuff i don't know i don't know what they're giving away this year but last year was prime the food was great the entertainment was awesome go give daddy all your 69 dollars $69. (laughs) (laughs) Sixty nine dollars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's ninety nine this year, Andy. It's ninety nine this year.
2: Oh, it's ninety nine. Oh, okay, it must be up in the value, dude.
1: We're trying, man. We're trying to make it more of an experience. It's
0: the best romantic dinner in Nashville. Yeah, I mean, you can, come on, man. For ninety nine bucks a couple. That. Yeah, you know, per couple. Go. It's yeah. not per person. No, it's a couple. Oh, that's even better than sixty nine dollars. Yeah, I do like the sixty nine dollars thing. Right, it? that had to be intentional. It was yo for sure. <laughs> I'm like, come on, for sure. It was like people
1: were uh, my. It was more my staff was like, It's not sixty nine bucks this year? What the heck? And I it was just made me laugh. We're gonna make a third more this
0: year. Yeah. Costco. I, I don't know if you've heard of this thing called inflation, but yeah. it's happening it and went it's up real. About the same amount. Yeah. We gotta Whoa. do it. Andy, what's going on with uh, Bad Luck Bird Club? Let's give you some plugs, man.
2: Oh man, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to steal anybody's limelight. You know, we're just out here in the world selling cheeseburgers, uh, you know, one day at a time. Uh, you know, making, making people's dreams come true, eating our salty, tasty, meaty goodness. Um, we, we have a pretty set schedule these days. I, this is the one thing I'll promote, and then, you know, whatever. Uh, we, we're not going to bounce around on willy-nilly anymore. We have a set schedule. We're at the same place every Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So that, that'll make it easier for people to come find us. Um, so, you know, check the schedule. Pick your neighborhood, your place that you like to see us at, and uh, come eat burgers. That's
0: it. There it is. If
1: you enter the west side, I'm gonna slash your tires. I was gonna say, please come so to the I'm, west side.
2: I'm there every Saturday uh, for dinner at Harding House, six to nine. Um, you know, come get a entree. Come get a, an appetizer from me. No, no, no. Good appetizer from from Daddy. And then come to the headlining show and get a burger from me.
1: No, 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 no. I'm the Glastonbury. <laughs> Go to your opener and then come see the headliner. I'm the Glastonbury here. Shots fired. You're just the slam dunk festival, Andy.
2: I'm gonna get you, yeah, Burger you Boy. Know, I'll take it. You know, I I I did a walk and talk with Jason. Sean's media guy the other day. He's trying to um, steal my crew places. now. <laughs> Damn. I go on things called walk and talk, so I just walk and talk with random people. Me and Jason went on one. And I told him the other day, I said, Man, I'm coming for you on Instagram. We're at like 15,000 followers, and I think they're at like 24 or 25,000. I said, I'm coming for you. And one day, I'm going to beat you, and I'm going to have more followers than you. And when I do, you are going to rue the day, dude. It's going to be awful because I'm going to go crazy on the internet that day. Oh,
1: no, no, no. It won't happen. It will never happen. And there's 24 <laughs> Nashvillians that love
0: me. Maybe we should do an Instagram follower contest. Whoever gets the most followers over the next you know, 20 days, should. It, I think you guys should have to arm wrestle. or something I think whoever gets the most new followers in the next 30 days the other one has to come work a shift at the other one's place Uh, we could do that I've already already
2: worked a shift for Sean before uh, yep
1: he has actually came out and and enrolled some doggies for uh, New
0: Year's Eve was it New Year's Eve or 4th of July well you know one would be very cold one be very hot unmistakable yeah do we lose Andy yeah oh no, oh, Andy's down.
2: I'm here. I don't know that quick bud.
1: Golly. <laughs> He's been trying. I know. Jesus <laughs> guy. He's everywhere. I can't man. get rid of him.
2: Can't get rid of me. Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of here. I got I got stuff to do. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to get on here and tell the both of you that I do love you and I appreciate all you do for all of us out here in the world trying to eat food. You know, without people like you, we would all die because we wouldn't be to eat food. You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh, I know what you're saying, but it's all a ruse yeah. because I, you're just trying to win the people over.
2: Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys are awesome. The Battle of the Beards. This is my favorite.
2: <laughs> Man, y'all have a good day, dude. Hey, I do think you so do I have a
0: do you have big Valentine's well, Day plans yourself?
2: Um, I don't. I don't, you know, Sean, don't get mad at me. I had a great time at your spot last year. Um, Rachel's favorite restaurant in the world is Butcher & Bee. So we're going to Butcher & Bee for Valentine's Day this year. Um, uh, you know, I love Chris and Brian and all of them over there. They do great stuff too. So you got to spread it around, you know. Maybe next year we'll be back at Sean's and they'll probably be like – $169 because he just keeps getting bigger <laughs> and you bigger. You can still incorporate better. the $69 right. if you
0: do that. Exactly. 169 right. right.
1: Well, Andy, have fun at Butcher and Bean. and get the whipped feta because it's
2: delicious. Oh, yeah. That whipped feta is so good, dude. Yeah. And the
0: dream weaver.
2: All right, right. man. Oh so yeah, you. The dream weavy. All right. I got to go. Love you See you, you brother. Love you, too.
0: Long. Bye. That guy. He's the
2: best.
1: I've talked with him. I want to do, I don't think it'll ever happen, but I always thought it'd be funny. There was this boxing match that happened. It was like the rumble on the row. And it was like music executives would like do an exhibition. You want to do a match. boxing match with him? I want to do like a WWE restaurant, like rumble, where you have like oh, owners from like 10 different restaurants do like an act, kind of scripted WWE like battle royale i think it'd just be hilarious i think it'd be awesome
0: if you like the the president at cisco versus like the president at u.s foods oh, i love that <laughs> yeah, battle I like to the the, death please the, the like, battle i'll of throw the, the knives
1: in the fraud like, line let's go golly <laughs> those are some of my worst enemies i feel like
0: i'm be amazing just to see like the elite like the the guy uh, and you know kevin hurrican from cisco yeah. versus God, that would be awesome. Oh, my goodness. I think you'd have a pretty good uh, show. follow People would show up for that. I think it'd be funny. Hey, let's talk, fun. let's talk about Valentine's Day. Let's talk about love. Yeah, love. Let's L-O-V-E. Talk about, let's talk about love. Do you know the origin of Valentine's Day? I have no idea. Would you like to get into the educational portion yeah, of this go. episode? So I was wondering yesterday, I said, we're going to do an episode on Valentine's Day. I wonder, obviously, there's a St. Valentine. Okay. That, have you heard that before? Yeah, I've heard of that. I always just thought it was like Hallmark made it up. Ah. That's my that's my theory is that somebody went. We need to make some more money. We own a greeting card company. Let's, what, crea- let's what's create let's create a holiday. What saint sounds good? Yeah,
1: in this book of saints here.
0: All right, so there's two stories here. Okay, and they're all very murky because they happen in the third century. All right. Right. So I think this is all part of the Hallmark plan. Like we'll create some story about the third century. Yeah. It'll be great. So Saint Valentine. Was a priest in third century Roman times, uh, and he performed marriages. And Emperor Claudius, who was the person who ran uh, the the Roman Empire, okay, is that a thing? I mean, yeah, I, my history is fucking terrible. Yeah, I don't know any of these people. But There's going to be people out there listening this going, "It's not the Roman Empire, damn it!" That's uh, whatever. Oh, probably. That that's the, 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 immaterial for this story, in my opinion. Emperor Claudius decided that young, single men needed to go to battle. Let's go. He did not like when young men got married and had children. He did not want married people with children going into battle. Okay. He did not believe in that. So his antidote to this was to outlaw marriage to any man under 25 or whatever. I don't know what the young men back in those days were. I made that number up. That means nothing. Young men were not allowed to get married. Okay. They needed to be in the, the, they need to go to battle. Mm -hmm. So he made it a law. Well, this did not go over well with St. Valentine, St. Valentine decided that, um, I'm still going to, I believe in love. He said, St. Valentine, this, he said emphatically, I believe in love and I'm going to continue to perform marriages on anybody who's in love. Okay. So he continued to marry young men and women who were in love then Emperor Claudius found out about this and was very, very upset, as you can imagine. Cut his head off. That's what I thought. Yeah. Well, he was a martyr. He died a martyr. Uh, St. Valentine continued to perform marriages. And then Emperor Claudius chopped his head off. So do we celebrate it on the day of his death? I, I did How romantic would that be? Well, the, many say that February is the month of, of love. Like it's a month for love. Yeah, probably because it's the shortest, shortest month of the month. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's a thing. Yeah. Story number two: Saint Valentine was helping Christians escape from Roman prisons. This was a saint. Remember, they're very tough on Christians in the Roman prisons. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were were very very tough. So Saint Valentine was was helping them escape. Well, he got caught, right? As they do. He's, he's not a good criminal. He's a priest, mm-hmm. right? So he was jailed. And uh, he was put in jail with the other Christians. And while he was in jail, he fell in love mm. with a man named Steve. Okay. <laughs> with the jailer's daughter. Okay. Fell in love with the jailer's daughter. And it was a forbidden love because it was the jailer's daughter and they were secret about it. Yep. And so he would write her love letters. And love, love, love letters he would write from your valentine.
1: Mm, so is that
0: where we got giving Valentine's people? So that's the second story as to where you give gifts from your Valentine mm. to somebody that you love. Maybe it's forbidden love. I, I don't know. This is third century. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck was happening back then. I wasn't alive. <laughs> I wasn't even thought of. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so so that's there it is, folks. If you're wondering the history of Valentine's Day, I still contend it was made up by like Hallmark. But I don't know. I could be wrong. Or whatever company. Yeah. before Homer. I bet Homer makes a grip on Valentine's. I saw the best TikTok the other day. And it was this like, you know, grainy video, which they obviously planned it. But it was two people, an older couple. They're standing in the greeting card section of the okay. grocery store. And they're both picking out cards. And finally, they both picked out a card. They looked at each other. They handed each other the card. They read it. And they went oh they gave each other a hug, then put it back in the thing, and they left. That's the way to do it. And I was like, "That is that's pretty. That's pretty legit." Yeah, just let's not spend seven dollars. Let's go there and read it. And go. I mean this. Yeah. Also, oh, I'm not going to write on the card. Here you go. Now you don't have to find a place to put it. You don't have to keep it. There's no awkward. Dude, just just put it back in the thing. Thank you. I'm it means a lot.
1: That. I'm just going to say, "Hey, let's go to Target. You can pick out the gift you want. I don't even have to think about it then. And we'll I'll get you a card that we'll read, and I'll put it back on the shelf." We'll save seven bucks.
0: So you're in a relationship? I am. So I've been married for 17 years. Okay. And I feel like Valentine's Day to me has like evolved. Yeah. Well, like when you're young and in love, like it's real easy to do Valentine's Day Mm -hmm. because like every day is Valentine's Day. And then you go into a second phase of your relationship where you have children and we have two kids. After nine years of having children and there's a a lot you kind of forget sometimes to be like romantic and do Mm -hmm. special little things so i this year i'm kind of like oh like valentine's day i'm gonna that's pretty cool like i'm gonna try yeah
1: totally mine has evolved just because now i went from you know we'd go out every you know at the beginning of our relationship um and then now i'm working every valentine's day that's Uh, a
0: thing too how many years have you been in a relationship
1: uh we've been dating she's like
0: Kill me if I get it wrong, like five and a half years. Okay, well, that's a pretty healthy amount of time. Yeah. I'm not going to ask the question, though. Yeah, please don't. I'm not going to do it. Cool. When are you guys going to have kids? Uh, <laughs> no kids for me. Uh, that
1: vasectomy video was from experience, so.
0: So you you went ahead and did it?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did it, you know, I guess a long time ago. Um, I just knew I didn't want kids, and I didn't want to have to have that, like, awkward more conversation with whoever it was going to be. I wanted to just be like, "Well, oh, I can't have kids. Sorry.
0: It's off the table. Yeah. And then, you know, she wasn't cool with that. It wasn't the right girl. You know, it's funny because I got a free hot dog from you guys. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. There was quite a few folks that did. We had like almost 200 people come by.
0: It was funny because it was a little awkward because I, I had just done that procedure. Yeah. Right? We decided we're not going to have any more. It's a whole thing. We've got two. It's great. And so I went and did it, and, like, the next day, I read in the scene, whatever, free free hot dogs. Maybe I had this sex my wife. goes, "Now hey, you should go get a free hot dog. And I was like, you know what? I need to get out of the it house. It was a milkshake, but yeah. Was it a milkshake? Yeah, it was milkshake. Snip for shake is what we called it. <laughs> I could have sworn I got a free hot dog out Maybe of it. Maybe you did. You probably did just because I, I was there. I was like, I got to get, get something out of it. It was fun, though. I went to the nations over there. Yeah. Yeah, it's that area
1: has grown like crazy since we've gotten there. It's been great. It's been How, wild.
0: What do you think the Nations is doing right now? Because, you know, Caroline, my co-host, is over there at Nikki's. And yeah. She's doing great right now. Her business has been really great. Yeah. And, um, I just went on <clears> Tuesday. <throat> you did?
1: I did. How was it? It was great. It's always good. I love it. We we go quite often. One of my best friends uh, lives in the apartments across the street. Nice. And so when they first moved to town, we were going like, you know, they didn't have any of their stuff. They didn't even have their cooking stuff. They were like, let's go to Nikki's. That was like their, our spot that we just went. Oh, Nikki's It's so good, though. Yeah, it's so good. that They have like a butternut squash and hazelnut thing. And my girlfriend always gets in. It's out of this world. Have you been over to Bringle's Smoke and Oasis yet? I have. Yeah, I went over, I think the first weekend they were open. We've been back a couple times. But great spot. I'm really happy to have Carrie in the neighborhood
0: yeah, I mean, I just feel like that neighborhood, It's I feel like it's taken longer yeah. than I thought it was going to take for yeah. it to blow up. But I think it's finally on that trajectory, it's on that trajectory where it's going sure. in that direction.
1: Maru just opened. Um, we're going to have a dog bar soon, which is going to be kind of cool. What is a dog bar? It's like literally a
0: bar. It's like a dog park bar kind of thing. Is it going where 51st Kitchen used to be? No. Because there's a dog park in front of, it's called El Paseo. El
1: Paseo, yeah. That one, I think they're still open. I don't know. They have really weird hours. Um, (laughs) That's like the one spot I don't go to in the neighborhood. I feel bad. Um, But it's like over, right across the street from Maru and Silo Bend that's opening over there. Um, they just like broke ground and it's going to have like a turf area for your dog to run around. That's going to be all fenced in and, uh, it's going to have an indoor area where your dog can like hang out inside with you and they're going to have there's a bar. Yeah. So you can let your dog run around and you can enjoy a bar. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to do food, but, um, it's looks like it's going to be a cool spot. That's badass. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for that. And then right across the way is, you know, they're almost finished with, um, It's going to be a bunch of mixed-use stuff, some retail on the bottom, offices on top, and all that kind of stuff. So the neighborhood's just popping, which is great for us. You know, it comes with some struggles. Like right now, the whole road's torn up in front of our shop. So it's like, you know, you got construction, and they're down to two lanes instead of four. And so it just kind of makes traffic madness, and parking becomes an issue and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But tell me about Daddy's date night. Yeah, man, we are so excited! It's going to be great. It's just about sold out. We uh, tickets are still available. We opened more yesterday um, for Valentine's night itself. Um, we got a second tent, and so we're going to blow it out for that night and like do nice. more. And so we opened it up, got everyone on the wait list who was able, who hadn't already made plans. A bunch of the, them, um, you know, have made reservations, and I think we've got about twenty left. So if you're out there, twenty resis left. Valentine's Day opened up. So uh, what's the
0: dress for this event? Tell me. Tell me what if I want to go to this thing, right? Yeah. What am I wearing? I mean, wear what you want. Wear what you would do a date. I guess
1: it's kind of up to the person how serious they want to take it. Like last year, we had people full on like. Like they were going prom attire, yeah, or just like I mean, one guy was in like a full suit, and his wife came in like a gown, and it was like awesome. And then we, you know, have other people that show up in sweats and a and a tank top, yeah. And they're just like, <laughs> "Let's go, this is cool, yeah." And uh so it's kind of just what is there you like want. a dance floor? No dance floor. It, we it's kind of like more lounge. So okay, uh, we we've got a little you know band that's going to be playing upright bass and guitarist and then on valentine's it's gonna be a four piece which is gonna be really funny um how many nights are you doing this uh four so it's tonight is the opening night tomorrow uh, friday saturday and then monday tuesday we left the super
0: bowl out because we did it last year on the super bowl and it was a dud why did they move that, that uh, It just frustrates me that they moved the super bowl to like valentine's weekend i know i've
1: fuckers yeah, who knows? Maybe they're trying to get women more involved where it's like, hey, honey, let's go on a vacation <laughs>
0: for Phoenix, Valentine's Phoenix Day. Phoenix is nice <laughs> yeah, this time Phoenix of year. Phoenix is
1: great. You know, Valentine's, we'll get your hair done.
0: So is it a sit-down dinner? You sit yeah, down it's and it's down, five courses? Four it's courses?
1: seated. It's Yeah, it's five courses. We're including drinks with the courses. So okay. it's, um, you know, drinks, appetizer, uh, salad. Um, hot dog dessert. Okay. Yeah. Do you and get to pick your hot dog or is it just like a... You get to pick your hot dog. We're doing a charcuterie dog that you can do as an appetizer. And so it's like goat cheese with pepper jelly, uh, Ritz crackers down the side, salami <laughs> down the other side, <laughs> yeah. salami river, and uh, like a honey sriracha drizzle that we put on top. It's Ooh, really, really good. Yeah, it's really, really good. It's just going to have one toothpick in it you know, for appetizer.
0: It sounds like what you're doing is like, you're taking this Valentine's thing and you're just making it approachable. For sure. I think that there's so much anxiety around Valentine's, especially if you're single, there's a day. Mm-hmm. There's all these different things. It's like, why do I, because I'm not in a relationship with somebody, I think it brings a lot of this weird, but how easy to say, Hey, do you want to go to daddy's dogs for the daddy's date night? It'd be kind of chill, kind of casual, yeah. kind of fun. It isn't like I gotta drop no six hundred dollars to yeah. eat dinner. Drinks are included. It's a hundred bucks. Yeah, like show up, just be you. Like mm-hmm. I think that is the. I think that's that's the game right there. That's what you need to do. If you're a single guy, like, hey, do you want to go to Daddy's date night with me? Like, what is that? Like, it's a hot dog place. Like, it's yep. it's what, very no pressure. Yeah, what a great know. way to like get to know somebody and just totally. kind of hang
1: out. And you can feel them out of like is you know is this their Valentine's vibe, you know, or are they, are they like okay expecting with like yeah. going to STK kind of thing, you know, or whatever. Um, and then you can vibe that person out a little bit better. If they're like, maybe that's your, not your vibe either. So.
0: Well, I think it's awesome. I want to get into some of the things that are happening around town on Valentine's day. Cool. I, I don't know what they are. Um, I I've done some research. I have, I have a few different things. That are okay. happening. I will give myself a plug because yeah. at mayor bowl, we are doing a Valentine's dinner, Valentine's night. It is a pre meal Ooh. where we are doing uh, five courses, and it is $105 okay. per person. Yeah. And uh, that is without alcohol. That is just the food. But our chef, Julius, has put together an amazing menu, and I'm really excited to uh, to be there. I always like, I I think a slow restaurant is my least favorite place in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I can't handle it yeah it's like then you're finding stuff to do and i the gm's yeah. there because I, I i'm the kind of guy that like if there's nothing to do and everything's going okay i'll like break something so that i can fix it <laughs> just knock the chili off now like yeah. i just i will find stuff and our gms know it they're like hey brandon shouldn't you go like what do you mean we got this man it's not really busy you should probably go before you break something like you're because you're you have that look in your eye like there's nothing for you to do and i'm like you know what you're right that's it because i don't want to do that i don't want to be the guy that comes in to break something so really busy nights i'm really excited because there's just tons of shit to do yeah oh for sure nothing more exciting than like a really busy restaurant that's like really just moving with intention it's like my favorite thing in the world and ours is, like, a challenge,
1: too. We have never we don't do seated stuff. So for my guys, they're used to just, like, what do you want? You know, take it and go. And so it's, like, a little bit of, like, a
0: choreographed thing. Yeah, here's, the, like here's the script. Yeah. You
1: know, read it, get used to it. Yeah, run through it a couple times, and then let's see how we can do it. And, it's you know, that's part of the cheekiness, I think, with going is because you're, like, the service is good, but it's not going to be great. I'll, you know, it's like not going to be exceptional. It's just going to be because we're we're learning as we go. I've, yeah, I'd never worked in like a real restaurant before ever until you know this, and so I don't know how to do the seated thing. We're kind of just guessing.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yeah, and it's just that's part
0: of the fun, you know. So there was an anti-Valentine's Day Valentine's Day party at the side bar. Oh, okay. Do you know where that is? Is it the Bodie Hotel or the Bode Hotel? The, the Bode, I think. The Bode. Yeah. They have a bar there called the Sidebar, and it's an anti-Valentine's Day party where they're doing like this Sounds like a 90s night. rock-themed, like, okay. oh, what's the band? Uh, the Like Blink-182. Yeah. It's called like Blink-187 or something that's like the actual cover band, band, band. kind of thing. Yeah, but it's like black leather jackets and yeah. like anti Valentine's Day, which would okay, be a fun like, like kind of thing. You know, friends Valentine's Day. You know, if you have a bunch of people that are going out, yeah, go check out the anti Valentine's Day yeah. at the Bode Hotel. Uh Skull's Rainbow Rooms doing 2 for 250 okay they're they're like a tomahawk ribeye
1: and they've got live jazz are they doing is that on a burlesque show or is it just uh are
0: they just doing jazz that night i think it's just jazz i think it's just like a little more of a chill night i don't think they're doing burlesque that night. gotcha i don't know though if you're out there and you uh you know the difference or if you're out there listening and you know something that's happening on valentine's day that you want to give a shout out to just put it right here in the comments like andy from uh bad luck burger club dead and he just jumped right on the show like that wasn't as easy as I would like it to be but it worked out oh let's see we have daddy's date night that's on my list you know if you're a beer drinker and i know that you are mm-hmm. there is east nashville beer works yeah is doing a uh, four course dinner that's paired with beers okay the east nashville beer works and that is going to be uh 100 dollars a person i believe cool or, but that, that's a different kind of a vibe too, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean,
1: that's definitely a different vibe. I think it would be, I don't think that's something they do every night either. So I think it'd be a little out of their wheelhouse and a little unique. And that uh, space is just so fun. Yeah. I love that area. The best. Yeah.
0: Um, Rudy's Jazz Club. Okay. I bet that'd be a fun one. Right over there in the Gulch. Um, our love is here to slay is what they're doing. I love this year to slay. It's like a, uh, I, I don't, they're doing a special Valentine's uh, event at Rudy's Jabs Club. I wish Thank I had you. more information on that. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? One kitchen at the one hotel is doing a $75 per person uh, deal. I will tell you that Nikki's Coal Fired is having a special dinner. I want to look up exactly what it is. I know that Caroline is here. She would be really... Eager to talk about what uh, is happening. Caroline, again, is is under the weather a little bit right now. Well, I hope she feels better soon. I just went there on Tuesday, and it was delicious. It, it is always is. called Nikki Loves Roma. This is a Valentine's tasting menu, February 14th seating. There's two seatings, one at 5 and one at 7.30. It's $75 per person. Re- reservations are required. Okay. They're doing Antipasta alla Romana, Bucatini Carbonara, Heart-Shaped Pizza. Come on. Yeah, that's great. Caroline, you're on fire. Uh, then chocolate raspberry tiramisu for dessert. Ooh. Uh, Palentine's Day. That's the uh, that's the other term, the friends. The Palentine's, Palentine's. Galentine's Day, Palentine's Day. I want to do,
1: I think we should do like a Valentine's Day plus on the 15th,
0: and it's for everyone who had to work on the 14th. That's what I was. I'm um, so I'm going to go to dinner on the 16th at Star Rover. Okay. Which is the Ford Fry. And then Gracie Wynn is doing a, they're doing a Giving Kitchen um, charity event. Nice. Gracie from Eastside Von Me is yeah. going to be the, the chef with Ford Fry. They're doing like a five course dinner. That'll be awesome. Th- that's my thing that I'm going to go do. And I'm really excited about it because I don't get to do anything on Valentine's Day. Yeah.
1: We always, I always take a little trip right after. Um, and it's kind of like the last two raw for me before the busy season. So we're going up to Maine, which I'm excited about. I'm gonna, yeah, man. Yeah. What's in Maine? A friend of ours uh, is living up there for a couple of months at a, at another friend, like a friend of a friend's place that they like a cabin they had, and was like, "You guys want to come up like the week before we leave and hang out?" So we we're like, "Yeah, let's go." It's going to be super cold and snowy and fun. And I've never been to Maine. Beautiful place. That's right here. That. I mean, all the pictures. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. It's probably one of my favorite uh states actually. Really? Yeah, I've been to 49. Which one have you not been to? Alaska. Yeah. Which is surprising cuz I'm from Seattle and I want to take a cruise up and like do a cruise with all my the 15 guys that came down and uh just go to like some fishing village and just tear it up. Hell yeah. Yeah.
0: That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I love that. I would love to do that too. Yeah, it would be. And be if you want a, a tall guy to be the designated Come driver, on, let's do it. <laughs> I would love to go fishing in Alaska. Yeah, we just read this book called The Comfort Crisis, and he was in, um, who's in Alaska the whole time hunting caribou, and it seems very cold. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Middle of nowhere. I, sometimes i get into those like discovery shows of like the alaska
1: way and the frontier and like with the alaska the, bush people yeah that one's crazy like these people just live up in the bush and are building stuff out of trees and they're like living in tree houses and howling at the moon every night and you're like what the fuck is <laughs> going on
0: you know ayahuasca yeah <laughs> lots, exactly. of, lots of ayahuasca yeah i um, imagine all right um sean what else what are we missing here man i don't know i don't
1: any other romance happening in town anyone have dating problems that uh they that's a whole separate
0: show i know right we're looking now now we're an advice column (laughs) if you want advice on your relationship this is fraser crane it's a good show it was a great show it's coming back is it yeah he's coming back really
1: fraser's coming back
0: do you uh do you have a favorite show that you watch He's going to answer that question right after this word from our sponsors. We are supported by Robbins Insurance, a local insurance agency providing customized insurance policies, sound guidance, and attentive service. Robbins Insurance is the go-to agency for hospitality professionals in Nashville. Listen, Robbins knows how hard industry professionals work every single day. They also know how devastating accidents can be. Be it a grease fire that damages the kitchen, a severe storm that cuts off power, or a customer slip and fall incident. But with the extensive experience and the savvy to create a policy that protects your business from accidents like those, you can rest easy knowing that the work you've put in will not be for nothing. Visit Robin's website at robinsins.com to request a consultation or call Matthew Clements directly. His number is 863-409-9372. Protection you can trust. That's Robbins. Let's talk about the WineView app. We all want to increase our wine sales in our restaurants, but wine, let's take it, is intimidating. It's intimidating for servers to learn. It's intimidating for our guests to learn if they don't know already. And it's intimidating to order wine if you don't know what you want. The WineView app has your solution. They are the only wine resource app guaranteed to increase wine sales in two months. Really? Wow, that's amazing. They they utilize customizable training tools to keep service staff recommending wine at every single table. WineView has a customer-facing component that restaurants will want to improve guest satisfaction while increasing wine sales. They customize your menus and wine pairings inside the app, making an ideal pre-shift training tool. Save time and combat staff turnover by streamlining your wine education processes and putting it into the palm of your server's hand. 80% of guests say they would drink more wine if it was recommended and or paired by their server. Think differently about your wine program. Empower your servers, streamline your training process, delight guests, and sell more wine. Download the WineView app today. It's a free download and check it out. See what you guys think. And when you love it, Give Nicole Masulo. She's local. She's right here in Nashville. She will come to your restaurant. She will help you. She will walk you through this thing. She's amazing. She's a sommelier herself. She can come in. If you have wine questions, if you just want to talk about your wine menu, give her a call. Her number is 615-969-5337. Now, press pause. Go get a pen and write this down. 615-969-5337. Give Nicole Masulo a call right now. Oh, man. Uh,
1: I mean, I love Seinfeld. I named my dog after, you know, little Jerry Seinfeld, the chicken. Um, I, So that's one of my favorites. Just kind of
0: put on and, you know, forget about. Did you watch Hell's Kitchen uh, this past season? The Battle of the Ages. Uh, sp- sp- I'm going to give a spoiler alert. If you have not watched Hell's Kitchen, Battle of the Ages, the finale was just this past Thursday. Okay. I'm going to tell you who wins. I heard. So don't, don't. If you turn off now. From around from here or around here. Yeah. So we've been talking about Hell's Kitchen and Alex Ballou the the whole time. And I'm like, there's no way he doesn't win. And last night he won. Congrats to him. Like I said before, I mean, this
1: is, uh, that's such an opportunity. And now it's like the real work begins, you know. Oh, man. I, uh, <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a tough road, you know, that tv world and celebrity world after uh you have a lot of like hype to live up to and all this kind of stuff
0: and you know i'm sure he's gonna crush it you know the thing i think that's probably the hardest in all of that is not telling people that you won for the because the thing is that show wrapped in like october yeah so when he first came on then they took like a three-week break during the holidays because they didn't put an episode on he's just got to sit over here like I don't know what happened. Right. I don't know.
1: I always, luckily, most of the shows I worked with when I was touring were all live shows. And so it was like, you know, you won American Idol live on TV. You knew. And you didn't have to have that wait period of however long. that's nice. Your wait period was like, hey, I made it to the top 10. And you couldn't tell, like, your
0: little town of people. But it wasn't like the world, like, knew who you were yet. That's, I, You know, I forget, I didn't go back and listen to our first episode, but you did a lot of, you did touring with a lot of people, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I toured, like, for 13 years,
1: almost. And, uh, yeah, toured with Chris Allen from Idol for a long time. I did l King. Um, she's Crushing in the country right world now, now yeah, man. I mean, I was working when her first record came out. We did, I worked that whole cycle with her. And, like, even before that, like, we'd been, pals just kind of coming up she opened for us um when i was out with michael kiwanuka who's also killing it right now yeah um and so she's great i'm super happy for her she's kind of having she her career ebb and flowed
0: so much and i'm so glad that it's just flowing hard now she's one of those people i was really impressed with because I knew her music, and I knew who she was, and I thought of her as an individualist, who she was, and then I found out she was Rob Schneider's daughter, and I was like, what the f- Really? Yeah, right. And the fact that she did all of that without going out saying, and Rob Schneider's daughter, L King. Like, she, yeah. she was she, very she, adamant on not using that. Definitely. She definitely didn't, and she didn't like when people
1: would, like, try to say that was a crutch. And she's like, I didn't, I would, like, never even or she people would bring it up unnecessarily and be like why are we talking about this like you know, I'm doing music, he's an actor, there's no correlation here. Let's
0: Yeah, I,
1: I, I think it's I think it's super cool. Very honorable. Yeah. But she and she's a hell of a talent. She's great. So and I love her attitude. You know, a lot of like daddy's dogs and, you know, it's just being genuinely me. And she was a great example of that, you know, when I was on the road of like that is <laughs> King is Elking. That's who you get. You know, love it or you know, none. whatever. Yeah, and uh, you know, more people tend to love that than you know the fake kind of. I'm gonna put the face on and you know say everything's kosher and you know, lovey-dovey and all good. And because uh, that's not that's not life. It's not sustainable. No, I, I it's hard
0: though. Yeah, it's hard to keep it that real sometimes.
1: Oh, for sure. You know, it's hard to be vulnerable, especially at that level. Oh, man. For sure. Yeah. You do a really good job of that, though. Thank I think you. you.
0: I think you. I think that's one of the things about you that's just like, this, this is who he is. It's what yeah. he does.
1: And I know I'm never, you know, <clears throat> right all the time and open to talking about things or through things with people if they have a problem with it and with me and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, I'm just, I'm a I can be fiery and like intense for sure. Um but you're pretty laid back. I try to be. Yeah. You know, I mean I'm sure my a lot of my employees would say differently,
0: but well they get the other uh they get the business side. There's that side of everybody, I think. I think people would say the same thing about me. Yeah. Honestly, like, oh that guy's intense. Like yeah. I need I need shit to get done. Yeah. And, you know, that's it's tough being a manager of, of being a manager and in totally. and, and, and general or an owner or just somebody who's leading a bunch of people because there's not a path. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can look what everybody else is doing and try and follow other people. But if you want to be a true innovator and a leader, which I believe you are. Thank you. You're doing something that nobody else is doing and you kind of don't give a shit like this is just what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Like, that's a difficult job. It is. It is. It's, it's. There's no barom You can't look to the side and go, what's the other a dog yeah. company doing that's yeah. outlandish and kind of just does whatever they want and posts and you know basically naked in a in a, <laughs> the background of roses you know yeah. like a la, um there's going to be good art on the wall this weekend by the way oh yeah yeah there's great art <laughs> i can't I really want to see it <laughs> i wish it was open sunday night uh, I'd be like let's go for like right. the super bowl come on
1: my uh Media guy, Jason, he's like, I didn't think this job would entail me taking so many photos of you without clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need an OnlyFans photographer, bro. You, so this is for the date night? You're going to have these on the wall? Yeah. Yeah. So the first thing we did was the American Beauty one. And like, everyone just thought it was American hilarious. Beauty, was yeah. It was and so brilliant. we like blew it up and did these big framed posters and so then i start we decided well if we win again we're just going to like go with another movie and do another theme on this and so then i just we took a bunch of pictures of like sexy movie covers or like sexy like iconic pictures from different movies or tv shows and so if you have one on the after wall. the
0: event that you don't know what to do with i will put one up here in the studio <laughs> perfect we're on that's the other perfect. side of the other side right there i've got a space that's i need to find like a poster yeah something to put there if you have one that you want to sign for me perfect i can do that i will put it on the wall in here in the studio it'd be awesome people walking like well, what is that like well that's sean yeah, Big daddy daddy right there his daddy he's on there dude it'd be awesome totally i can make that happen for sure Well, hopefully people learned something about Valentine's Day. If not, they just get to listen to two dudes talk for an hour.
1: Yeah, that's fine.
0: Yeah. I had fun. We miss Caroline, though. Yeah, I hope she's feeling better. She has a lot. She has a lot of um, fun uh, takes and a different take sometimes than me, and I I love that. We miss you, Caroline, if you're listening or watching. We would uh, also like to say, uh, I was looking over at the Nashville scene. I was looking at just some things in the articles. My sister... I want to give a shout out to my sister because my sister has started a non-alcoholic bottle shop. Oh, awesome. So it's called Killjoy. Okay. And which is, I think, an amazing name. Great name. Killjoy is the (laughs) Mm non-alcoholic bottle shop. And it is uh, over there by the loading dock. I don't know what that building is called, but it's off Wedgwood. Kind of that old Apple store you would always Mm -hmm. like, the Mac store, which was right. It's right behind that. Yeah over right off 65 she did a couple of pop-ups in uh the month of january dry january pop-ups she's been sober for a few years and she has started a non-alcohol i think it opens in march but margaret Littman wrote a really nice little piece about it and she is on channel five she's on local channel she's been all over the place talking about this and it's going to be a really cool bottle shop that's curated to people who don't drink alcohol but it's all kinds of you know, they're going to feature Naked Lady products, which is the, um, there are spirits company out of Louisville who actually okay. buys real tequila, real gin, and real bourbon and extracts the alcohol. Wow. So you're left with the actual essence of the actual, and it's not, I mean, it's not fantastic by itself, but when you mix it with a drink and the tequila, you can drink margarita, a non-alcoholic margarita that tastes dead up like a margarita. Wow. And it's good. Yeah. And for guys like me that can't drink, it's like, Oh, man, I that's remember what great. that tastes like. It's really nice. Yeah. It's a no, fun little experience.
1: It, uh, that is. I've been saying for a, a little bit that I think a sober bar would do really well here, You're know, like a sober shop kind of thing. So
0: that's great. Well, she's, I think she's going to do more pop ups and kind of make it a more thing. I think they want to do like an actual bar. Okay. Let me show, yeah, check her out. Her name is Stephanie Still, but her, um, her Instagram is Killjoy Club. Okay. So you can join the Killjoy Club. She also has a group on Facebook called Nashville AF, which is not what you think. It's Nashville alcohol-free. Okay. But I think there's also a play on words there. Yeah. So the Nashville AF group, you can join that group. If you are a non-drinker, if you're sober, curious, whatever it is, if you just like to not drink every once in a while and have a clear head in the morning, go follow her. I want to give her a shout-out on the show today. That's great. It's good stuff. Yeah.
1: I'm like, I'm probably sober... 28 days of the month for the most part you know i don't drink very often anymore i just i can't uh i can't recover like i used to that was my i just cannot recover it's like a two or three day thing even after like two or three beers wow i just like it just hits me way way harder than it ever has so
0: well i think you know look there's a there's a big sub movement right now yeah just kind of cool i mean I, i dig it i think that it has to do with pandemic and people being out of the pandemic and how much they drink during the pandemic Yeah, kind of like hey i felt like shit for three years and i kind of don't want to do that anymore but also i think there's a lot of people that are talking about it mm-hmm. um you know i think that the media is giving more coverage i talk about it all the time i don't talk about it because i want other people to stop drinking um i don't give a shit if you drink like i don't i have no problem with alcohol yeah. it's not alcohol's fault that i can't just have one but I think that what I want to do is I want people to hear, hey, look, I have a, my life got so much better when I stopped drinking, like my life, like all of these problems I thought that I had yeah. were pretty much all centered around the fact that I like to drink. Mm-hmm. And so when I stopped drinking a lot, all those problems didn't just go away. I, there was a shit ton of work I had to do. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, like I didn't have that crutch and I had to start facing things that were tough on me. And I think a lot of people out there are just kind of going, Man, I'm in a bad place and I Alcohol seems to be my go-to cure for all the things that ail me, and it doesn't cure shit. Totally. If you're just if you can recreationally do it every once in a while and enjoy it, and kind of be like, ah, I, you know, had a few too many, I went out, let my hair down, great. But if you have a bad day and you need to drink because you don't know how to deal with it, yeah, then it, then it starts to look like, hey, there's a lot of healthier ways to deal with stuff totally. like that that you can deal with. And so I like talking about like hearing people say. I'm a happy dude. I do all the fun shit. I don't go to Broadway as it's just a, it's a shit show. But like, I don't, I go to hockey games. I go to concerts. Yeah. I go all over yeah. and I have a great time. I have, and I never miss it at all.
1: Yeah. No, I, like I said, I don't, I don't really, my crutch is definitely the greenie. Instead yeah. Of, you know, that's definitely my thing that I've probably <laughs> less healthier on then I definitely should
0: be. Which on that front, if you want to laugh and you want to smile today, go check out on YouTube the McIver. Oh, yes, please do. Episodes from uh, Sean over here. He does this thing called, is it McIver, McIver Mondays?
1: Mondays. And I just try to make a smoking utensil out of whatever I can find.
0: <laughs> like we have a watermelon and some weed. Yep. Yeah. Let's make Let's a go. pipe. And then they figure out, they make Ivor how to make a pipe yep. out of a, or out of a, a what, what did you call it? We out did a, a watermelon. Yeah.
1: I, it was a pipe bong, whatever. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. I've done gourds. I've done pumpkins. I did, uh we did a gravity bong out of a 40. So I just cut the bottom of the 40.
0: A glass 40?
1: Yeah. We did, like, a science experiment. I wore a lab coat. I did the thing where you, like, light the string on fire after it's dipped in alcohol and then, like, plunge it into cold water and it, like, cracks. Really?
0: Yeah. Have you ever done that? No, I always just use two liters or, like, a gallon jug. Oh, yeah. You take a milk jug and cut the bottom out and you get the bathtub and fill the bathtub up. And then you... Yep. That's the the OG way. Look, I've done, like, three-foot... You know bongs and this yeah. and this. I've smoked my weight in marijuana a few times, but back in the nothing hits you like in being in Panama City <laughs> and filling that bathtub up with a with a gallon. Yeah. And man, you fill that gallon up and then you just drop it and it just shoots you. Oh, oh that's boot to the head. That is a, a boot, boot to the that head. is a thirty minute coughing spree. Yeah. Of oh, like sure. what just happened? Boot I'm, to the head, though, for sure. Yeah, I think I like the first time I did it. I hadn't done
1: it in so long and I like did it wrong and plunged too much and then sucked up a bunch of water. I was like,
0: oh, shit. <laughs> so, Gravity Bong out of a 40. Yeah. yeah. So, go, go. Is it, what's your YouTube page? Is it Daddy's Dogs? It's, yeah. Daddy's Dogs Nash, I believe. Daddy's Dogs Nash on YouTube. And you can see his MacIver Monday. Uh, <laughs> they're pretty fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's a lot of fun.
1: It's just, we just have fun with it. You know, we've got our little YouTube series and our YouTube show, which is cool kind of gives a little bit of a behind the scenes of what is going on our events. And, you know, this year we're focusing a ton on festivals and growth. Um, you know, we just opened over in Gatlinburg. Yeah, I Open saw that. Congratulations. Over. Thank you very much. We've got plans. I mean, if all goes well, we're going to, this is going to be a very busy year for expansion for us. So. so you're
0: looking at Vegas,
1: not Vegas. Um, we're doing another one in Gatlinburg. Um, probably knoxville and then some stuff around the nashville area too that i can't talk about too much mm-hmm. here, just waiting to put pen to paper before i get everyone excited
0: i hear you yeah well let me know when that happens i'd be happy to announce it here heck yeah i'll uh, i'll definitely let you know hopefully we know soon all right lovers hope that you all out there have a wonderful valentine's day thank you sean for joining us today yeah thanks for having me in filling in while Caroline is out and uh hopefully we can have her back in next week. Next week I will do one last plug. Brandon's book club. I have a book club. There's okay. like four people in the book club, but I would love to have as many people as I would like. I that, that want to join. Yeah. Uh the kind of the genesis of this was I read a book with both GMs and the owner. We have like this this little book club inside my restaurant okay. where we Find a book, we read it, and then we spend some time discussing it. What can we apply to the restaurant and all these good things. So one of the books I recently read was called The um, Unreasonable Hospitality, which by a guy named Will Gadera, who is the owner at 11 Madison Park. And that is our book club pick of the month. And so this coming Thursday... Uh, which is the 16th at 9 a.m. We are going to go live, and we're going to have everybody who read the book is going to come on the show. We're going to talk about the show. We're going to have a live nice. book club conversation. And if you work in the industry, this book changed my life. It really did. Just it's. I think you told me to read this one. It put pen to paper exactly what goes through my brain every day and what we can do. And it motivates you to create a more personalized level of service, which is... Amazing. I'll tell you an example. The other day we had this uh, a, a family call and they needed to do an immediate event for a celebration of life. Okay. Can't plan those out a long ways yeah. in advance, right? That somebody dies and like, oh, we gotta do something. So we had thirty nine people coming into Maribel and she had all these special requests. The woman's will said that she wanted everybody to wear pink at the funeral. And so everybody had to wear pink. And so I heard this and I went, Well, we all need to be in pink too. Right, I mean that's a that's I mean we can just serve them and hey they're in pink but like what if we all got in pink and then we showed up to the restaurant to do this celebration of life, we're all wearing pink also, and so I did that. I went out and I bought shirts and servers were wearing pink, managers were wearing pink, and the people were just like, next level, dude. Wh- what like, well we're here with you, like we're we're part of this thing, we're part of your family. And it's identifying these tiny little personalized things that you can do for individual guests mm-hmm. to make them feel seen and make them feel special. It's all this dude does. and It's really a brilliant kind of a study and personalized service. Yeah. And I mean, so we're yeah. gonna be talking about that next Thursday on the show. You are welcome to join us. Anybody out there who has read the book, just go to the Facebook page. I have a group on Facebook called Brandon's Book Club. And if you join the group, I will accept your invitation and then you can then join the show. So you can just click on the link, and then you can come on and give us your thoughts about it, whether you loved it, whether you hated it, where you thought it was repetitive, whatever it is. We're just getting out there. What I want to do is I want to bring some accountability to people to like actually get out there and read some books, mm-hmm. and, and let's talk about it. I'd love to hear different perspectives.
1: Yeah, I'm a terrible reader. I, need I to, listen to them. I need to listen. I, I listen don't to, to books. Now that we got our spot in Gatlinburg... Did I'm you get a car? A little bit more. I still haven't got a car, but I'm using our vans. I probably won't get a car. Honestly, I have just am.
0: I thought you were, about, like in the market.
1: I was, and then I like waited so long that like it's gonna get sunny again, and I'm just gonna get back on my scooter, and then I'm gonna be like, I don't need a car. Fuck it.
0: And uh, I need a scooter. I want to be part of your scooter gang so bad. I can't even tell you how bad I want to be part of like a, a scooter, like a moped gang. Oh, it's oh, so much fun.
1: It's it's changed. 100% changed my life. I mean, like one of the the guy who I met, one of them in it is the guy who gave me the idea for daddy stocks. Really? Yeah. And so like without, you know, being in that, I wouldn't be here probably. Do you guys do you have like a bunch of people together like go out riding together? Yeah, for sure. I mean, in Seattle I had a lot more um but I just end up converting friends and like they see me like, show up to everything on scoot and like have so much fun doing it and I'm always like Can you, dr- you any road? How
0: fast your scooter go?
1: Um well, I've got one that goes 70, and I've got one that goes, like, 55.
0: So you can go any back road in town. Yeah. Like, any major. You can drive down Hickory Boulevard. Yeah,
1: I mean, I rode anywhere. from Jacksonville, Florida, to Seattle.
0: Yeah, you can go anywhere. You
1: can go anywhere. Yeah, you don't...
0: Well, the one that has 70, you can... But you went all, all like, side roads? We did all side roads on a 125,
1: and we... You know, our average speed was 47. Top speed was 64.
0: And you'd probably get, like, what... 80 miles to the gallon on those things?
1: Yeah, about. Wow. Yeah, I get about 100 miles to the tank. The tank's about 1.2, 1.3 <laughs> gallons. It's a nice fill-up. Yeah.
0: Eh, it's $7.
1: Yeah. It's it's the best. And, and you just, like, it's always an adventure wherever you're driving because you always have to think about that. Like, I can't take the freeway. i got to take a back road. And then it's just fun. You can't really be, like, pissed off unless you're in the rain. Like, that's a bummer. But, like, just going and just... You know, it's always puts a smile on my face. See, I
0: drive down like Sneed Road to Hillsborough Road. Then I go either all the way down Hillsborough to Green Hills or I go to like Brentwood mm-hmm. or all, all the way down to the studio down Green Hill, down Hillsboro. Like I'm never on the interstate. Never. Yeah. yeah. Get a scoot. Get a little 125 Yamaha Zuma.
1: That's like the bulletproof. I mean, we rode eight of them across the country.
0: I'm gonna start looking. My wife's listening this right now, and she—I I tell you, my I wife is not. listening this right now, going, "You are out of your freaking mind!" She's like, "There's no way you're right. not buying a scooter. Stop it's it!" It's the best. I'm even gonna figure this out. We're gonna figure this out. Maybe we'll get one that we'll we'll like wrap it with Nashville restaurant radio stuff. Yeah, promo in our S- bike.
1: Throw stickers out while you're going. Yeah, it's a write-off.
0: <laughs> you're the you're going where I'm going. <laughs> Like exactly. Do well, I, have to do this. I have to do this because, like, promotion.
1: We're going to be in another tax bracket if I don't spend <laughs> this
0: money. <you> know. <laughs> I need these expenses this year. Expenses. <laughs> it is tax season. So uh, I'm looking for a, um, a CPA. If you're out there and you're a CPA or an accountant, call me. And I, I need some help. I wish mine was taking new clients. Yeah. She's I, great. I She's I need from somebody. California,
1: but. She's well, great. That's, a, that's not a bad thing. No, I mean, we're, yeah. We <laughs> she's just, from yeah. California, but I mean, she's okay anyway. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of people want local. I want local. And, uh, but. Does she live been, in California? Yeah. Oh, so she's in California. She's in California. Yeah, okay. She, uh, uh, you know, worked with a lot of bands and stuff. And then we, we poached her from that. And...
0: By the way, my wife is listening. And she just put the laughing emoji on the thing.
1: <laughs> she
0: said, <laughs> yeah, you're not getting a bike. <laughs> I love you, babe. <laughs> Freeze the accounts. She's like, nope, not doing it, honorable I mean, How? They're not that expensive, are they? No, a couple grand, fifteen
1: hundred bucks. Fifteen hundred bucks? Yeah, I mean, hun. for a used one, twenty five hundred for twenty five hundred three grand for a new one. Oh, that's even cheaper than the the jacuzzi that I want. A lot more fun than a jacuzzi, even though I do have a hot tub tattoo, like. <laughs> Bad. How many <laughs> tattoos do you have? Uh, I don't know. Most like nine out of ten of them are all jokes. I think I've got. Let me see. I've got a hot dog. I've got the rooster from Robin Hood. Um, this turtle thing I got when I was Robin
0: Hood, like men in tights. No, like, like the, the
1: Disney version.
0: The dis. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like, what is that? because like, I know that he. Oh, it's Hot Shots or something. Oh, right? he Pulled yeah, out yeah. the chicken on the the arrow. I yeah. was like, is that the chicken from Hot Shots? No. no
1: or a lot. Of, I get Rock a Doodle a lot, but. Oh, he's playing like a liar. A loot. A loot. A loot. 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 Yeah. Okay. So you guys can kind of see it if you here.
0: There it is. let you guys see? There you go. If you're on YouTube, you can see this.
1: It's faded a bit, but it's all right. And you have grace on your arm. Got grace, love and grace. Got that when I was in a different point of my life, but it's still a good reminder.
0: It's still there. Yeah, it's still (laughs) there. Go away.
1: I've got some on my legs and stuff too,
0: and my if chest. If you want to see more, you need to go to the date night with daddy. Yeah, you'll, and see, be on a the, on you'll the see a lot of them. You'll see a lot of them. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening out there. This was a lot of fun. Thank you again, Sean. Big daddy porter. Does it make you feel weird when people say it like that? No. I'm used, used, to it it now. Now? used to it now. You just do it now? Yeah.
1: Every, my favorite is always when people are like, I'm not gonna call you daddy, and then five minutes
0: I'm just like, you know, just wait. And five minutes they like,
1: "Hey, daddy, uh.
0: <laughs> I want one of the is that so? Let me tell you, is that hat a one of a kind? No, no, we sell these at the shop. Sell so us at the shop.
1: Yeah, twenty five. No, I'm under under cut there. I think it's thirty now. Inflation, inflation, thirty bucks for, for sure. the hat. And uh, no, these are like our spoof of kind of the Nash ones. That, oh yeah. And I was like,
0: oh, well, we got to do daddy. Let's go. Yeah, I think I need one of those. I got, I've got some hats that I'm collecting up Sweet. here. I need one for the studio. I'll bring. I'll one. buy it. I'll buy it. I want to buy you. it, but like, I, I it's, a, it's a badass hat. Thanks. All right, go check out Daddy's date night. Go have fun out there on Valentine's Day. If you're a server, bless you. Hope you make a ton of money. If you're a bartender, if you're a manager, all the people were with you on this crazy next five days, four days, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, because it's Friday five. today. Yeah. So we'll put this out tomorrow. It'll cool. be fun. Also, check out our new... I've got more plugs. I just, my brain just keeps working. We're doing a pop-up podcast series right now with Mikey Corona and Brian Riggenbach from okay. uh, The Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. It is called Hard to Heart. And they are taking... They've got three interviews with three couples who work in the industry, and they're just talking about life in the industry and mm. kind of love stories and the whole thing. Very apropos for Valentine's Month. Yeah. is there? It's hard to heart. H A R D, hard to heart, because it is hard to heart sometimes. It is. It can be. So that episode will come out the next. We just put one out today with uh, Adam and Zach, who own Mystic Picnic in Springfield. And then he's got two more episodes, one next Friday and the next Friday, and we'll reveal what they are as they come along and who the guests are. So stay tuned. We've got a bunch of uh, we got a pop up podcast happening and uh, the roundup. Brandon's book club. Lots of interviews coming up. We're going to wish Carolina a speedy recovery. And we hope that you guys are being safe out there. We love you guys. Bye. See you.